The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Rupert Murdoch's admission that Fox News hosts spread lies about the 2020 presidential election being stolen from Donald Trump. Um, We want to talk about that. We also want to talk about Joe Biden's plan to address spiralling student debt in the US and what the Supreme Court might have to say about all of that. And then the White House resolving to purge TikTok from all government-issued devices uh, and uh, social media platforms. Are they publishers, um, or are they simply platforms where anything goes? Uh, We're joined by Terry Sheridan, Managing Editor of WSHU Public Radio. Terry, good morning. And good morning to you, Pat. Loads of things happening. I just saw breaking news that Anthony Blinken actually met Lavrov on the uh, margins of the G20 summit and uh, had a few words with him. It wasn't a brief meeting. But anyway, more will emerge later in the day on that. Uh, But let's talk about Rupert Murdoch and his testimony. Well, he did this in the deposition. Dominion Voting Systems is suing Fox News and personally suing hosts as well as Rupert Murdoch because of the accusations made against them in the 2020 election that they were changing the votes or that somehow their machines were tipping the election or stealing the election to use their the the Fox and the President Trump's terms, uh, stealing the election from them. In a deposition, Rupert Murdoch said, yes, some of our hosts did push Uh, knowingly false information about the 2020 election, basically all the conspiracy theories. So that drew a sharp rebuke from Trump, who is going against Fox because, again, he sees them as moving away from him and moving towards Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in a possible uh, 2024 matchup. Now, the extraordinary thing is that there were people within who were saying, look, you stop spreading this uh, false news. And one of them was the former speaker, Paul Ryan, the Republican speaker. Absolutely. And and, and last week there was, there, again, coming from depositions uh, and evidence from the suit was that the Fox hosts themselves, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, were sharing texts and emails among themselves saying these people are crazy, referring to Rudy Giuliani and several of other uh, President Trump's lawyers. They're they're crazy. But at the same time, they're also shooting back messages saying, hey, we have to stop reporting on this. It is damaging the brand. So between those two things, um, it is not portraying Fox in a very good light. Uh, will there be consequences for them? I mean, I don't know what sort of licensing the the FCC has uh, for television stations, but um, clearly there are legal implications if they lose uh, the the suit, the lawsuit. There are also possibly job implications for some of the senior executives who are running a pretty tawdry show. Uh, there's absolutely financial implications. I mean, we're talking billion, if not billions of dollars in damages and punitive damages that Fox would have to pay if they don't settle and if they're found guilty. As far as the FCC, they are a cable channel. So, yes, there is some regulation, but it is not the same regulation that, say, a radio station would have because it is not broadcast. It is not broadcast over the air. But just the reputational damage both in the conservative um in the conservative conservative culture and the liberal culture just would be devastating to 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 fox 
Now, let's move on to the Supreme Court. And uh, last week, they were considering the whole question of social media platforms and are they that or are they publishers? They're this week talking about uh, debt forgiveness, which Joe Biden has promised to students. Um, Time will tell whether, you know, the Trump appointed court, which largely is what it is, uh, will uh, frustrate Joe Biden. Well, again, the the presentations were made on Tuesday, and the conservative justices seem to be very skeptical about President Biden's plan. Basically, what the president did by executive order was to forgive up to $20,000 in student debt just on federal uh, student loans. So if you had a private loan, that would not be affected. But this had upset conservatives. They said that the president doesn't have the authority to do that. And basically, he would be passing the burden of what could be up to $200 million onto the American taxpayer who would have to pick up the the, the slack. Um, the Supreme Court, you know, again, reading tea leaves, but just by the questions from the conservative justices. They think that the president has overstepped his bounds. It also could set a precedent not only for this current administration, but for any other on what they can do by executive order. And then the other case, uh, I don't know when they're they're going to make a finding about uh, social media platforms. Where stands that? Well, again, any of the any of the cases and usually the most controversial cases won't be decided or won't be released until the last week in June. But again, the argument is what is a social media company? Is it a publisher? Is it a utility? If it is a publisher, then there are certain rules that 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 fall to it. So they could be sued for libel. They could be they could be punished for, you know, what they publish because they are taking that role. Or is it a utility? Is it just a carrier in which they're just, hey, hey, you can post anything you want here? This is a difficult one because on the one, it's difficult in one way, but not so on the other, because both conservatives and liberals say that there's there's got to be some rules about what social media companies are. And I think any clarification of that would be good. Conservatives and the conservative justices feel that the social media companies have been anti-Republican, and that's something that they want to go for. Now, what about TikTok and its prospects in the United States going forward? Well, that doesn't look so good. I mean, again, for the federal government, they uh, employees have 30 days to delete TikTok from their government-owned devices. This was part of a law that was passed uh, in December by the Democratic Congress called the No TikTok in Government Devices Act. Now, House Republicans are pushing a bill that would ban TikTok completely nationwide. Now, already the Department of Defense, Homeland Security, and the State Department have bans. Um, and most, or I shouldn't say most, but there are many local governments, state governments, town governments, etc., that have already banned it from their devices. Canada this week announced that they were banning it from their devices. Um, it's all because of concerns on that TikTok is either collecting data from the phones or that they're somehow using it to, to spy. There are 113 million TikTok users in the United States. Most of them are of a very it, – it, it tends to run to a younger demographic. And finally, I don't know whether you've been following the latest on the Havana Syndrome report. This is where people in the U.S. embassy in Cuba originally, and that's why it's called Havana Syndrome, were suffering all sorts of effects. And they thought that they were being bombarded by some sort of energy weapon from a foreign adversary. Uh, not so, it would appear. 
No, U.S. intelligence says that there's no um, there's there's no evidence that any foreign country or foreign countries was responsible for an energy weapon or anything uh, that would cause U.S. officials, U.S. diplomats to be be sick. Now, again, this was first reported in 2016 at the American embassy in Havana when all of a sudden workers there had severe headaches, uh, faint other diseases. Most of them have gone away. There's maybe about two dozen current officials that are still suffering. The intelligence in the United States says it was just caused by different things like air conditioning, which, uh, you know, would change the air pressure in a, in a particular room. It could also cause other symptoms. But they did not find that it was uh, a, an attack of any sort or anything related to an energy weapon. Terry Sheridan, Managing Editor of WSHU Public Radio. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.